You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. And the man, and the man feels no pressure. I am the man You are now entering the vicious circle. You are facing a fuel-infected suicide machine. And welcome to the Vicious Circle. Sid, how's your Sunday? Doing good, Rob. How about yours? Uh, doing really good. Just finished up my supper. What'd you have? I saw that plate of food, but I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, uh, let's bring that up real quick. We'll go through that. Um, here is mine. I had, it's it's chicken, but it's it's re, basically refried. We put it in a pan with some water, fried it up, and that way it's got more moisture to it. Okay. We had corn, and then we had refried potatoes. And then on top of that is a chipotle dressing. Okay. What is refried potatoes? Uh, what do you mean refried? Fried and fried again? Well, yeah. We made mashed potatoes. And okay. And we're in the fridge. And I took them up. Oh, oh I, I, I know what you're talking about. Now, yeah, it's like a potato cake. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to extend your, your food, make it last a little longer. Exactly. And with a, just a chipotle ranch on there was great. You know? Yeah, it would be good. So what did you have to eat? I had um, ba- that's cast iron baked chicken, Brussels sprouts with broccoli and a little rice. Brussels sprouts, man, I haven't had those in forever. I roasted those too with garlic and olive oil and butter. So nice. Now, normally Jeremy is like the first one here because Jeremy says, "What's up, Robin?" Said greetings from Imperial. The first person to comment today was Samantha. She commented before we even went live. <laughs> All right. She says, I'm here. And so are we. So how did your day go then today? Was it a nice relaxed day for you? No, man. I was at the gym at five o'clock. Um, I had, of course, uh, I should be making these games, but sometimes they even surprise me. I didn't think I'd ever, be, excuse me again. I, I went to the nose and ear doctor and they're going to get me some antibiotics tomorrow. But um, no, um, my power cleans are just really jumping off the, chart right now um and i was able to leg press almost 400 pounds today that didn't sound like a lot but for me it was uh because i started with nothing because i took off a couple of years because of my knee for hurting it on leg press and to be able to do that was pretty good now just had a great day in the gym everything you know was one of the first days i actually was happy to be there you know really and sometimes i mean not i mean meaning like i was a little bit sore so i was able to get past that as you know five o'clock or four o'clock wasn't as big of a challenge as it is sometimes when you get out of that routine and i'd say four two even when i started this 30 years ago you know four three thirty in the morning is not fun i'm nauseated you know but you just have to get past that yeah. but um 
Um, but now it's fun to get past that. You know, the little things like getting in the shower a little earlier, cut myself up with a little extra time. You know, it wasn't a rush to get, you know, two miles from my house, had my oatmeal, read a little bit, got up there, um, listened to us. There was nobody there. So I listened to a song in my truck before I went in, you know, and then got in just like the old days, you know, get to the gym, like me and the iron sheik, we'd do a gimmick, you know, smoke a joint. They go in and hit it, you know. I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see here. There's a lot of people commenting. John, uh, John says, Rob, can you say hello to Sid for me? Hey, Sid, John says hi. John, uh, tell John I said hello, Rob. John, Sid says hi. <laughs> right, yeah. Where do you go, John? Uh, Lalo says, hey, Sid, keep your hair long like 1993. And do you like tofu? I do. I have. Uh, you talking about my hair, dude? No, it is. <laughs> I've let it go, man. Uh, I, have, I haven't cut it since the pandemic. Uh, so I'm not planning on cutting it right now. No, that's, there's no need, right? Right. <laughs> well, we've got a couple guests on tonight. There are some of the contestants from the challenge that we're going to do. We right. Have- Andy and Andy was supposed to be on before, but his mom had that emergency, so he wasn't. Able oh to make it. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, mom sends her prayers. By the way, thanks for <laughs> oh. the prayers and everything. Sure, Andy. I'm glad. Granted, she still calls you, uh, you know, Sam instead of Sid, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> it's close. That's okay, it's close. <laughs> we most definitely, have, most definitely. We have Tom coming back. Hello. How are you tonight, Tom? Hey, Tom. I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing good. And last but not least, we have Lori. Hey, guys. Thank you all for having me again. <laughs> no, yes. guys, thanks for joining Sid's Challenge. Okay, we'll take that as a yes. Yes, thank you. Glad to be here. So, we have, we have Awkward fishing. moment. Yeah. Yep. Starstruck. That's um, well, um, they really think they're on TV. Oh my God, it's Guys, you owed your own laptop. You're really not live on WWE tonight. <laughs> wow. Oh, look, Tom's got a fan. <laughs> Pam says, Tom. Stalker. <laughs> She's a stalker. A stalker. for Tom's got a stalker. Uh, and Jeremy says, hello, Lori, Tom, and Andy. How are you all doing today? I'm good. How are you? We're good. Thanks. <laughs> yes. A lot of everybody's behind this. And I think I, when we had Lori on and we were talking to uh, Nathan and Andrew that we talked about accountability. And I think with the group and with us, we have that now, even without the challenge starting, you know, everybody knows right. what we're up to. No, that's, I think that's, that's what we're going to see. Um, Lori looked into it and I've looked into a couple other things too. What, the, how all these you know, diet things, they're, that's what it is. They're trying to make you accountable some way. This new new thing and Weight Watchers, you just text these people and stuff like that. Um, I think there still be a fall off to those kind of things. I think if you can interact like this, and this is right now with the pandemic, sort of presented it to me and Rob to be able to do this and help a few people and help a few people by helping a few people. And we'll show those other people later. Well, here's something else, too. Samantha said, Tom makes me think of Tommy Vexed. Not going (laughs) to lie. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) Right? I know, Samantha. It's a good thing. Uh, Let me see here. J.D. Varnell says, what are Rob, Andy, Tom, Laurie, and Sid's picks for the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches tonight? Thank you all. God bless you. I couldn't tell you anyone in the Royal Rumble. Um, I I think... um, I'm either going to say Edge or Daniel Bryan. 
Is Edge back to wrestling? Uh, yeah, Edge is back as of last year. He was in a feud with Randy Orton and then tore his tricep. So he he was uh, he announced Monday he will be in the Rumble. Wow, his, his tricep is so skinny, no one would ever have known that. <laughs> he, he did a he did a, a move with the organ, then he just then finished the twenty five minute match after. So, and I think if um, there, if there's surprises in the women's rumble, if um, we end up seeing Becky Lynch back, I think she'll win. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got a big push before, so yeah, she's back. She's going to win. Plus, she never lost the title. She had to give it up because she was pregnant. <coughs> oh, wow. God bless you. There's Andrew. Andrew, I'm on, guys. If you want, Andrew, uh, in your email is the link. Click on the link and come on, join us. Yeah, I, I thought he wasn't because of the time difference, but no, it's good. <coughs> so the one person we didn't get was Andy to look for kind of goals. What is your main goal to get out of the challenge? Well, Rob, I actually sent you a picture of what I looked like before I picked up the extra weight. Um, I was weighing about 195. I was in the best shape of my life. I looked better in that picture than I did when I was in high school, which I was in powerlifting, for goodness sake. So, uh, you know, if I can get back down to 195 and actually, you know, like I said, and Sid even said, you know, oh, get out of here and then sign back up. Uh, if I can just get to brushing my teeth without my belly shaking, I'm good. <laughs> so about 195 is my goal. What are you right now, Andy? About 235. Okay, good. Good. So, I mean, granted, right now I'm at a job where all I do is sit on my butt selling cell phones all day. and Not really much you know, heavy lifting to do around there. Well, that's what, it, that's what it is right there. That's why you're, we're, we all gain weight when that happens. And I think with this pandemic, a lot of people are gaining weight and having – you know, a lot of physical problems as well. But no, what you do, Andy, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning named Hamilton. He's a preacher and he's a dietitian. He, he's actually got, a, he started something like this a couple of years ago right here, but it was in person and then he's doing it online. And I, we were talking about how he was doing his. Uh, but he says the same thing, like I said, you know, make this a lifestyle, you know, shoot your goals, make your t goal, first goals obtainable. You know, like make it five pounds. That way you go, wow, I won, I won. It's not like it's so far out there. And then uh, Lois thinks to tell a story about, too, about she had a couple cheat days each week, how it did or not affect her. But talking to Hamilton today, too, and I agree with this, is when we do cheat, it's not, let's don't think cheat. Just say we ate something, you know, and that's it. It's not bad or that. We ate something that was up their calories, and that's the way it really did. Um, but if you can, like, but Louise said a couple of weeks ago or the other day about noon, if you think of that, then think of something you could do to get rid of that either that day, the next day or something, you walk an extra 30 minutes or whatever. As long as you're conscious about that, don't think of it as cheating because this isn't something people should do for six weeks or eight weeks or three months. They should do it for the rest of their lives. And then, and then again, it's not a cheat day. And then if you go on vacation, you got a cheat weekend, you know, or something like that. But then bring it back in as you come in. So set your right. goals at something obtainable and then back your head. Think of that real far goal that you really would obtain. Like, again, 185 or whatever your goal is. Sounds like a good plan. We uh, have a comment from Pam. Tom is killing me with his healthy eating and tortures me with workouts. Sid, can you please power bomb him? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pam, if I only had the chance. <laughs> I would take you up on that. <laughs> Hell, I'll take you up on it. Um, I'm uh, uh, Go ahead. 
Oh, I was gonna say, um, I I could do it safely because I'm, as you know, I'm an independent worker, so I I'd be able to take it and not kill myself. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I would still I would still take it. <laughs> that in the choke slam, I don't care. We have this guy Jeffrey Arthur says we need to blast arms. Did you watch Goldfinger? I am James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a Goldfinger. Uh, CD and uh, I have not watched it. He's been bugging me. Have you watched that? I went, no, I haven't. You know, it's, it's funny. You should watch it. <clears throat> if I need your advice, I'll ask you. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um. He, I love. He, I love the internet. Said he called me we last night. Internet said he calls me last night and says, "Hey, Sid, I was looking at you. I thought he was on the watch me on the show. He goes, uh, I think you need to work on your biceps a little bit.' I goes, really, Jeff." What what shot are you talking about? What week or did you see my biceps on the show? He goes, no, it's back at Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> like 30 years ago. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, this is the guy who's in love with uh, Kayla Cleavage and all that. But um, super nice guy, man. Well, actually, that leads into a question from Sean. It, off topic, but did, what's Sid's greatest Royal Rumble memory? Hello, Sid and team from Sean. Um, I really don't remember Royal Rumbles, everyone. You didn't do very many, did you? I remember 92, because that's like the most iconic Royal Rumble. Right. Uh, that's the only one I really remember, I guess. <coughs> I, I didn't. When I was in my first WrestleMania, two years later, someone asked me about it, and I went, was that WrestleMania? I didn't. I don't take it that serious. I only look at the event, taking the event serious and every day serious. But I didn't remember what the name of the pay-per-views were. Didn't remember who I worked with and didn't care. And that's honest God's truth. I think you were in two. 92 and then the one in the Alamo Dome. Tom will take your word. Shut up. <laughs> and I remember hey, Calm down, Internet. Say, calm down. <laughs> there he is. He's getting, first... the, he's getting to know me by now, so he, he can do it. <laughs> when we first started uh, doing the podcast, we started talking about that, and you remember buildings more than you remember events. Because you asked me about a certain event, and or I asked you about a certain event, and you said, oh, was well, that? No, Sky I do remember some of them, but then I just don't. Guys, this is the way I've lived my whole life. I do something that day, and I don't care about it the next day. I've accomplished it. I'm moving on. And wrestling, too, isn't real. It's fake. So I can't. <laughs> I remember all the softball home runs I hit, you know, because that was real. That was real. I, I did that on my own, you know. Uh, now the wrestling part, I did. I, I showed up. I did all the work to get there, but I'm not going to remember Jack and Joe and Bob and Sue. I don't have time for that. And I, I'm not being a jerk. That's just being honest. I'm not going. I don't remember most people's birthdays, you know, stuff like that. So I'm not going to remember who I worked with and what the name of the event is. That's crazy. No, I, I, I yeah, birthdays. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> uh, here's a good question from Lalo. I have a question. When you faced El Gigante, did you have a communication problem due to the language? Because he was from Argentina. No, the, uh, we talked about that match was real quick. It was set up to be get over. That was my leaving match to go to the WWF. Um, so I don't remember it being a struggle. I mean, the match was a struggle. He's a struggle. Well, it was a struggle, but um, Good. I can't remember him not remembering stand there and look stupid. Okay, now, now uh, you said Lori had a story to tell us. What? Oh yeah, about her, 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 her date, her couple of weeks of dieting, and she, no, she was talking. I told her one day, I said, you know, 
if you're going to die, you've got somewhere to go with your mother or something like that. Don't go there and have, you know, water and uh, lettuce. You know, go ahead and enjoy yourself. You know, don't kill yourself and tell, tell everybody what you did, Lori. Well, that's exactly what I've done. Um, I started working on this, you know, two weeks ago. And um, when we first started talking about this and everything, and I started with counting the calories, that was the big thing that I started doing and keeping up with my food and writing down everything I ate. But um, each one, every week the, for the past two weeks, there's been a day, not an entire day, but part of a day where I've had, well, like we said, we don't want to call it a cheat meal, but I went off plan. I took a detour <laughs> and uh, one time it was pizza. And one time it was like Zaxby's chicken the next week or whatever. But um, I was still able, the big takeaway from all that was I was still able to average, uh, I was losing an, about an average of three and a half pounds, a little more a week. And that was really trying to stick, you know, stick to my plan. I've still got a lot of improvement to make, but still, you know, stick to my plan. But even it just showed me that even having those off meals or whatever, it, I still saw success. And at this point in two weeks, I've lost seven and a half pounds. Wow. So I'm, I'm really, you know, I was thrilled with it. And, uh, and you know, that was just counting those calories, uh, changing some things, you know, keeping up with my food, uh, writing it down, keeping up with everything. But I was still like Sid's talking, I was still living too, you know, and if something came up and I was able, you know, and I didn't eat, you know, according to plan, it was okay because it didn't ruin my success, my progress. That's well, internet says she's probably lying, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what she's doing? I've got pictures. I've got pictures. <laughs> I know she said take a lap. That's a good thing. Have have pictures. That's I good. have pictures on the scale. <laughs> but, but this is what she's getting to, and I've, she's told me what she's eating sometimes, and she's all she's really doing is counting calories. In her first few days, I think of last week, uh, she was texting in like she was at two. Say, I'm just going to guess twenty two. They got down. By this past week, you know, like 19 and around 18, upper 18s. And uh, so that's what happens. We can, she, and she's not eating steamed vegetables all the time and stuff like that. She's living pretty normal. She's just watching her calories. That's what it really comes down to is being conscious of your calories and, and, and then, you know, eat things in moderation. And one thing she's doing that we'll talk about too about diet, everyone is what we do is, and she sounds like when she counts her calories, she's really getting down to the, to the spoon, uh, to the really small measurements of it. Okay. So, and what happens is, and I do the same thing, even like watching my meal tonight. If you notice one thing wasn't there tonight, it was any kind of pee that took around 50 calories away from that meal. You know, all I got is vegetables, mm -hmm. one rice and a white meat, right? So now I'm pulling back as well. So, um, so that's what we do. We'll pull back our measurements a little bit. Our body adjusts to those less calories and we'll we'll be able to you know survive with energy without that one thing i would comment too and watch when you eat like make sure you're not hungry because portion size is a big thing and as you notice i disregarded portion size <laughs> well you just starting rob yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like said like weeks ago like said said weeks ago take one thing out of your diet and then start to prove this right don't right. change okay. like that because you'll fall off well, you're going to get burned out. Why get yeah. there, right? Uh, I mean, uh, so just take your time, and then you don't notice the, the big change, you know? Mm. You know, Rob, uh, everyone, if anyone ever, does anyone know Les Stroud? He's oh. the the survivor man. That's like Rob and another – that's like his twin brother. I saw an episode today of him, or yesterday, 
he was up somewhere in Seattle, Washington, uh, getting cattail roots and eating them. And it was just like Rob. He's walking up this mountain, get a little exercise. He goes, yeah, even when in the woods, I, I find time to exercise. He just drops down and do like weird motions with his legs like Rob does when he's walking around Tim Horton's donuts up there. <laughs> he wants those donuts. I know, right? He's he one donut to. because he's diabetic and he wants the one donut. <laughs> he loves donuts. I, have, I actually I have a donut with green pies. I can't get mad at him. <laughs> I wish I've had donuts. I wish. <laughs> I haven't left my basement. But yeah, Les Stroud, and I didn't realize that. Uh, he's he's from Canada, and he does a show called Survivor Man. And yeah. now I've heard of that show all over the place, but I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, he's got a, uh, another, one on PBS. is something about him eating wild stuff, out, foraging. He's real serious about it like Rob is. Well, he's also got another show about Bigfoot. So Yeah, I like him. <laughs> I like Bigfoot. It is good, though. Um, now, uh, for this challenge... We've uh, kind of talked about what we're going to do is weekly. We're going to kind of touch base with everybody and just see what's going on. And I think like we mentioned at the beginning, the best way is everybody can send in their information at the beginning of Sunday. That way for this episode, this podcast now, we're good to go and start talking. Does that right. sound, that sounds good yep. with everybody? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> like I want, I, I said last week, if you, anybody got any, uh, like ideas or uh, more than anything they're wondering about, about diet or working out how you get past these sticking points or um, how you, you know, do, you know, make little micro changes, stuff like that. When you get to the, when you get to that point, let me know and I'll try to help you guys do that too. Uh, I'm really liking this Samantha who don't love donuts, right? <laughs> exactly. That's my friend. That's my Samantha right there. There you go. I, I I'm like Edge. Once a week, I will uh, usually on a Sunday. I will allow myself to have not a cheat day, but a cheat meal, and then I'll go back to my diet. Because if you have that cheat meal, you will place your biggest meal, and you go back on it. It's like nothing happened, but you still rewarding yourself. So wow, I have it, like a donut. Wow! Didn't Lori just say that? Tom? Yeah, I'm just saying. Are you trying to steal her thunder? On no. circle? I'm no. going to point you out, dude. <laughs> Gimmick stealer. Um, I, I have a question for wow, you, Sid. Can you come up with your own stuff, dude? I have a question for you, Sid. Okay, go ahead, Tom. When you hit a plateau, is it best to do um, giant sets as opposed to super sets? No, what, what, uh, what, what exercise are you trying to get past a sticky point? Or what Sh body part? Sh shoulders. I know what. What's the exercise? Um, side lateral raises. That's a finishing exercise. Um, so this is the thing: is time finishes exercises just that you don't get wound up about them. You, that's, they're just for that. So, but if you wanted to say extend a uh, finishing exercise, shoulder raise, it would be this. <clears throat> you would take off really slow. Yep. Come to the top and hold it. Okay, and then resist it down. And I don't know. You have to sort of. When you do something correct like this, you'll have to adjust the weight accordingly. Okay, Tom? And so, so also it's better to have the farther out your arms could be, the more you're making the weight work against you, correct? Yes. All right, so the farther arms your, your arms could go, the better it is too. So if you go straight, you're probably going to have to lighten up a little bit. You've probably been cheating this whole time. I know you. So, <laughs> again, you go up. And then you, you resist it down, right? And then you bring, you bring it up slowly. And while we're bringing it up slowly for a couple of reasons, one is this. The motion we're doing sends a message to the brain and back to the muscles, the slowest reaction our body has. 
and they say it's slower than the healing process, okay? So if we do that right there, never have a chance to react. Okay. So one, we're getting the tension of those side delts at this point, right? Yeah. Now I'm coming down, resisting it down. Okay. But now I get to this point, I can't do it. I can't get it up, okay? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to extend this right here. I'm going to cheat it up, and then I'm going to resist it down, okay? I'm going to cheat it up, and I'm going to resist it down. And that's going to be to a point, if you got your weight adjusted correctly, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. And then you just cheat. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. You've got, all right, what's happened there, in my point, in my view, you've got that muscle's attention, okay? And then when we do the last part of it, now blood and oxygen is the healer, so we're rushing it to there. So we're healing that muscle as we're working it. Okay. Nice. Thank you, Sid. Sure, man. Sid, you've got a question. I'm curious of Sid's take on intermittent fasting. I try to do it at 14 to 16 hours and feel oddly really good when I do, but I recently found out blood sugar is better if you eat before you have coffee. And some days I can't forgar coffee. That's my trick to getting through the fasting. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, that's one thing. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, the only thing I know about fasting, I hear they do it in church sometimes. Um, and I will last about 15 minutes from cussing, smoking, and all that. So it didn't work for me. Um, no, I don't know, honestly, about fasting. Um, what the upsides and downsides, that's really that's something I'm not uh, got any information on. I do know it's supposed to be something to help cleanse you out a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, really, that's, I don't have an answer for that one. I'm sorry. I know the only downside to fasting is you're not eating. And that's right. what I like. So. Well, no, it's got to be somewhat good for you not to eat all the time. I just don't know if it's good to go long periods of time. I just don't know what that does to the body, you know. My, my uh, understanding is um, it, it starts, your body starts to feed off of yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the food. Yeah. But I right. don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, well, that's not, I mean, it can't awesome. be good. No. It can't be good for anybody. Hmm. Okay, I did see a question, and it's kind of flew by. I'm going to try and find it real quick while I talk. There we go. Jason asks, what's the best exercise for lower chest development? Okay, this is sort of the deal on this. This is my opinion. I'm sure a lot of people are going to jump up and disagree with me. There is really no such thing as a lower chest because um, there's no tie-in at your lower chest. Your tie-in is your chest right here in the middle, and they're over here. And they call this your bicep in a weird way. Up under here, right here, your shoulder, you can actually feel it. So that's where your tie is. And it goes here and it spans across. And chest is a really small muscle group. It's like biceps and triceps. There's not a lot of muscle there. Um, what was the question, Rob? Uh, oh, so the chest, this is the thing is, don't go these big angles of big, steep declines. It's not, you think about this, everyone. If, if I'm doing a cheating, if I'm sorry, I just told the answer. If I'm doing a decline bench press, really what I'm doing is a cheating bench press because it would be as if my butt's off the ground or off the bench, right? Tom? Yep, I'm listening. Is that right? Yep. So a decline press is what? Is it just like a cheating bench press, right? Yeah. Because your your butt's up in there, right? And that And that's why some people don't like it because you're cheating. But if if you down, you lift your butt up. I'm, I'm going to forget what I'm talking about. Be quiet for a minute. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> you, you no what happens is, so many, there is no such thing as a bottom chest, okay? Yeah. So if you do want to do an angle, make it really small angles. 
And one of the things you could do is like use a, just a regular bench and put a couple of 10 pound plates, just a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To where it's just a little bit of an angle and say, do some flies. And when you get down and you come to the top, just turn those pinkies in just a little bit. And that right there will really hit that bottom, what people think is the lower chest. Like you, like you said, if, if you do a chest, it will put it all together. Dude, like you said, there's no really workout for the lower chest. It's just overall chest development. Well, Once there is. Let me give everybody an idea while we're talking about chest and smart timing for a little bit. <laughs> so this is, no, I'm really being serious. So our, our, if our tie-ins are a chest right here at the bottom of my chest, and it's coming to the top right here, right? I just said it, right? Mm -hmm. So everything we do in form, everyone, should be like this. So if I'm doing a dumbbell or a flat bench bar, I want to come to that bar about right there. So when I go pushing, when I go pushing up, I'm going to push back to my eyes. Do you see how that – now, that just got all my chest involved. Yes. Now, if we just do that right there, we're doing partial. But if I'm doing that, you could just – if you could do it at home, if you if you do chest, if any – or the guy who's asking the question, just take your hands and just move them like that right there. And you'll feel your chest go – you'll feel it contract. If you – what people really need to do sometimes, pick up an encyclopedia and look at the anatomy. Maybe what I do it sometimes when I'm look, doing abs just to refresh my mind about the anatomy, and then we'll see what's going on there. But that's that's something I really emphasize to everyone is perfect form, and that's something I work, I work on always, and people will tell you yeah. that. But, I mean, you can if you're doing good form, you don't have to worry about the weight outside. The weight will come back up pretty much to what you were doing when you were cheating, and that's because the muscle – the body's just like that. So work on your form. Work the chest here, can, you know, make the motions fluid like that. If you're doing something that's conformed or confined like a bench press or that you're not doing dumbbells. If I'm doing dumbbells, dumbbells, I'm start here and then I'm squeezing to the top. When I do that, I can squeeze, I can bust a grape with that right there, part of my chest, you know. That's what you want to feel when you get to the top. That would, that would also work for like the dumbbell overhead chest too, wouldn't it? No. If you um, play on the bench and you grab the dumbbell and no, you put it to your chest, no, that's what I was no. showed. No, well, it doesn't, Tom. What that does right there is probably the best. You know, and I do chest and back on the same day. And I can't do those right now because it's hard. It's just okay. hard on my shoulders. But what that does, it's a pullover. And it's a good exercise to be used with chest or back. Okay. And what it does, it sort of, you know, when you're doing that back motion like that, it's taking that chest and stretching it, okay? Yeah. A little bit in a different direction, and we and working out is all about angles. But the main thing is doing is this. It's really hard, and we can't do very much of it. But we can build the rib, the cartilage twin or rib cage. So I'm doing it right there, and I'm breathing. What I'm wanting, what we're hoping will end up is this. We'll, you know, we'll stand up a little bit better, and that's what pullovers are okay. designed to do. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, Andy, we've not touched on you. Is there any questions that you wanted to get to about this? Uh, none come to mind. I did want to say something, if that's all right. Nothing like bad or anything like that. But um, I will say this, um, get a little bit personal, not like the full story or anything. But I'll say in 2018, without going into great detail, life kicked me in the teeth. I went from weighing 260 pounds to 170 because life sucked. <clears throat> um and it wasn't by choice. I was, you know, bouncing around from place to place to place to place to place to place. You know, was lucky if I could get a meal. You know, I don't recommend losing weight that way. Uh, 
but I will say, you know, if I can get myself on track, eating healthy, you know, getting myself, you know, motivated of a morning, wake up, actually do some moving around instead of sit there with one eye open going, all right, I got to go to work. There we are. Right. Well, Andy, how old are you, buddy? Uh, I'm going to be 35 on February 21st. Well, we all go through this. And, um, and where are you from? I'm from uh, Jeff City, Missouri. I'm originally from a town called Eldon, where, as I've talked about in the past, I actually met Harley Race and did a two-day training seminar with him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, so, um, now, so you're saying, sounds like you've had a really tough down. You know, that's something, too, Andy, I talked to. I like to talk about people to people about as well as that, you know, you can diet and, and eat well, pretty reasonably, you know, like I, okay. I think a couple weeks ago, I showed that plate of food. I think it was a give or take a dollar 90 cents or a dollar 20, something right. like that, you know? So, um, but it can be expensive too, because when we go to stores and get food, we end up getting things we don't need. And, and most of the time diet food is pretty expensive, you know, other than chicken. That's why I eat a lot of, you know, so, but no, if um, too Andy, if you need some, if you want to talk and um, maybe get down, if you need a little extra help or get your diet set or something like that, get Rod, get in touch with you, give him, you give you give him his number, and I'll try to get back with you and help you maybe get a few things tuned in a little bit. Sounds like a good plan. All right. Sounds like a good plan to me. All right. Excellent. CC's got a question. Does anyone have any tips? What are the best types of exercises for either dumbbell or resistance bands to work the traps and pecs just to loosen them up from chronic computer work? Um, you know what? I honestly, I would start off with what she's saying there with the chronic computer work. Honestly, CC, I think it's good to do what you're talking about, some of those bands and stuff, but just where you're sitting right there, say, uh, maybe when you're feeling like your neck's hurting for a second, just take a break and just, you know, t you know, relax for a second and then, you know, bring your hand up and just slowly, if you can't go far, don't do it. You know, if it's uncomfortable and then slowly we get a stretch and just, you know, just slowly start stretching a little bit. Then once you stretch, maybe do some of those bands. But the thing about bands and any type of weightlifting, what you're going to actually do, CC, you're going to make all those muscles actually more tense and stuff like that. It's better. What you sound like you need is something how to make all your muscles relax. And think about stretching. I do a little before and after my workouts um, when I have the time. It's going to elongate your muscles. And we're not going to walk around like this. We're not going to be like this from doing this all day. We'll be able to, our shoulders relax, stuff like this. And I've told uh, everyone this. I've got a few people watching it. Met a man in the doctor's office yesterday. There's a show on PBS called Classical Stretch. And the lady's called Miranda Smith. And I'm not going to go into a long speech, but I've been doing a few things that she does. Some are I know are, are, are advanced because she does a stretch exercise that actually for athletes are able to do what I call high leg carryovers. And that's even hard for me to do, especially right now at my age. But she has a few of these things that teach you how to, you know, you know, be able to do those type of motions. And she never leaves one spot. So, CC, try finding that show. It's on PBS. It's called Classical Stretch, and the lady's name Miranda Smith. And that sounds stupid to a lot of people, but it, it's really helpful. I'll let you know. Um, my daughter went through. She's now a, a licensed chiropractor for kinesiology. And being diabetic, I get frozen shoulder every once in a while where you can't extend your arms like you should be able to. Right. 
And she showed me the simplest of techniques that helps me all the time. And uh, do you know what a hockey ball is? Yeah. We have them in Canada everywhere. Like you can't turn a corner without simple. But they're hard <laughs> plastic balls. You just right. take that, you put it on a wall, push it against the muscle group, and you roll it. And it does a deep massage in that muscle group. And right. I do that like all over my chest and back just with the wall. And it helps me immensely. Yeah. Wow. There you go. There's something else, CC. You can drive, looks... drive all the way on to Ontario and get your hockey ball. <laughs> right? I hope you're not in Florida. And then go back home and just massage the crap out of your yeah. head for driving <laughs> to Ontario and back. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Gernot here says, hey, Rob, how are you? Best regards from Austria. Hello to Sid, too. Wow. Three people in the, in my fan club. I like this. Wow. And Sid's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But they're talking about favorite memories down the side from Royal Rumble, too. But Gernot said, I also like the Royal Rumble 93. was funny because Randy Savage couldn't el eliminate Yokozuna alone. I don't think anybody could. No. Sid could. Yeah. That would be it. No. He was uh, Before he was Yokozuna, I was Lord Humongous. He was the Conan. Conan, yeah. Konana or whatever, Samoan warrior, we used to ride together. The true story, one time we were in like a Piggly Wiggly in Montgomery, uh, getting some stuff like two in the morning, coming from a show, get something to eat, and um, we get back to the car, the, some guy leaves a note on the car asking if we were lonely or something like that. <laughs> I'm thinking, is this guy crazy? Approaching two guys at two in the morning, picking a wicked a Samoan warrior and Lord Humongous. <laughs> Are you kidding? Sounds like a bad dating commercial. You don't have to be lonely. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> it sounds a bad, yeah. Uh, Dean asks, Sid, apart from yourself, who was the strongest guy in the locker room in both companies back in the day? Oh, man. Oh. I don't know. Uh, probably Doug Furness was because he was the world's strongest man. At one time, and and then Bill Kazmaier, those are probably the two strongest guys. There we go. And CC says, uh, "All right, thanks, Rob. I do that with a racquetball. That's cool. And yes, it would be a long drive." <laughs> what CC? Whereabouts are you located? Because you know Ontario is not that far from certain places. <laughs> you can use an Indian rubber ball too, or something like that. That's that's hard. You can just put there and. That's yeah. As long as it's got a little bit of resistance, but yeah. it's solid, you're good. Now, Rob, are you sure Tom's actually telling the truth tonight once? Nope. I'm always telling the truth. What the? <laughs> yeah, those balls really work your lower chest. No. That, that's no, what I was told. If, if you lay on a bench and do pull-overs, it helps. That's what I was, I was told. He's going to go to the gym tomorrow and say, yeah, I guess you want to see the podcast. I already told Sid off last night. <laughs> I can't told him to how to do lower chest. I can't go to the gym. He gave a two across his head what online. He's going to cry. Here we well, go. Yeah. CC's in Delaware right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit. Oh. All right. CC must be Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware. All that's right. that's the name. That's her name. CC is Biden. I like that. We all remember though. Where is it? I gotta find the picture from Dr. Stevel. Last time you met Biden. Yeah. Ah. Oh god. <laughs> I forgot we had oh, that. We'll get kicked off of Facebook for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah. Rob, did, Biden did you... was making out with my hair. <laughs> He's jealous. Jeremy asks, would eating fruit help you stay healthy? Yes, it does, Jeremy. Think about fruit. I've said this before. Fruit's a really good food uh, source, but it's high in sugar. So some of them aren't as high in sugars as others. But if we eat fruit like in between meals, 
uh, on an empty stomach, nothing before fruit, then it goes like an apple, for instance. It takes about as many calories to digest an apple that are in it because it's full. Of, it's mostly fiber. Some fruits like watermelon and cantaloupe, grapes are higher in sugars. But again, if eating first or by themselves, they'll go through your system pretty quick. Uh, the when fruits can be bad for you is when you eat them on top of solid food. And I'll give you an example of anyone ever had cantaloupe after eating a meal. They'll burp that cantaloupe the rest of the night. And that what that's saying is that I'm still here. Uh, and the body's pulling the simple sugars we don't want. I uh, read that in a book called The Target Zone one time. Nice. Uh, Jeremy said, Southern California here. So he, we got him from everywhere. But then CC came out, LOL. He's a distant neighbor. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let me see here. Uh, John asks, Sid, did you ever or were you ever considered for a role in NWO? NWO. No, 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 no. I would have never, no, I wouldn't have done it. They know that. I didn't like to be with groups of people. I like to be by myself. They asked me to be with Savage and that who you too. When I first came in, I said, man, I, I, I don't mind the introduction part, but I don't want a bunch of people with me. Everybody knew that. Actually, yeah. If you look back at the, your career, when you were in a group, it was brief. It was brief. Hmm. Interesting. What was the reason for it? I don't need a group of people. You know, and uh, only when you don't have anything to offer. You know, if you're not, if you can't draw by yourself, that's when you need a group of people. And I didn't need that. Yeah, or if the gimmick for the group helped your character, but it, it wouldn't help your character. No. Interesting. Well, guys, uh, I appreciate you all being on the show tonight, and we're gonna get ready to start tomorrow morning. Twelve a.m. is when it officially starts. <laughs> Why not? Right. Right. <laughs> Why waste a day, right? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we'll be getting back in touch with you guys and uh, seeing where things stand and uh, we'll see how this progresses. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you. All, All right, right, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being part of the challenge. And anyone needs a little extra help, if, if it's not a – I know it's hard for us to get in touch with some of the people overseas, but if we could help you here, get in touch with you, get, the, get, through, get you through a sticking point or get you through a new goal or – Anything like that. Is there any way I can help y'all? Y'all let me know, okay? Okay. Thank you, Sid. Thank you, Web. And I, I mean that really. That's that's not internet, Sid. That's the real Sid. So, you know, you can get in touch with me. Rob will help you get in touch with me. And uh, if anything I can do to help you get past your goals, to a goal, that's a sticky point. I'd be willing to do that. Hey, Rob, did you end up getting those photos I sent you of my accident compared to afterwards? Oh, yeah. Those? I've got them all saved in the computer. Did you show Sid that? No, not yet. Yeah, it's it's a good uh, big transformation. <laughs> good. Well, have, that's what we're hoping to see at the end of this: some transformations. Yeah, and if, if it's, it doesn't have to be visual, everyone. The two it can just be you feel better. Oh, I you know know, what yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a hundred pounds lost. That's not what this is about. I'm not. If anybody wants suggestions about what to eat, I'm willing to do that. But I'm not telling anyone because I don't want this to be a pushy deal. I want people to do it at their own speed, not my speed, because not everyone should do things at my speed because it's not fun. But at your own speed, and if I can help you speed up or make you comfortable at the speed you're going, that's what I'd like to be able to help you on. Well, thank you so much, Sid. Well, I think uh, thank you guys too. Thank even, you. Even CC says I'm excited for you all to make good progress. Thank you, CC. And Pam. all right, thanks, CC. Thank you, Pam.
Pam says good luck everyone except Tom, who is me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I may have added that last little bit. She, she's, in the, she's in the other room too. She's shy. <laughs> so she says that when I'm not looking. <laughs> she, she, she make she make a good heel. Yes, she would. <laughs> Take some tips from Sid. Bring All right, question, guys. Sid, if you don't mind me asking. Sure, uh, Andy. So, being a wrestling fan for many years, aside from the fact that it only took me like three years ago, I found out you were actually a horseman. Um, what do you think I'd be good as, a heel or a face? Just curious. Just off the, just seeing you, what little I've seen you, I think a heel. I think we can do that, man. Hey, maybe we can have an internet Sid versus internet Andy match. That'd there you boring. go. <laughs> Now I'm interested. Now, now, now we got something to look forward to. And, and Sid just wants to kick me off the podcast. That's it. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Jeremy says, good luck to all. Thank you. There you go. All right, guys. We will be in touch. Thank you, guys. You guys have a good Sunday. Thank you. All, all the best to Lori and Andy and Sid and the web. So you guys got this. Consistency is key. Right. There you go, Tom. Way to go. That's it. That's absolutely it's All right, guys. Talk All right. to you very soon. See you. Bye-bye. There we go. Oh, there we go. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> Hold a second. I'm going to use the restroom. Uh, Rob, keep everybody entertained for just one second. In that case, I'm bringing Lori back on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not doing this by myself. How are you doing, Lori? <laughs> Long time no see, huh? Right? <laughs> It's been it's been really cool talking to you because you started like you said a couple weeks ago. I did uh, a little over two weeks ago, and uh, like I said last week, and I guess I'm kind of repeating myself, but I started with just counting my calories. You know, keeping it simple, counting my calories, and writing down what I ate, and that opened my eyes to a lot of bad habits. <laughs> and then I started eating breakfast before my morning walk instead of after, which I knew better, but I had still gotten in a bad habit on that. And then extending my 30 minute walk, you know, trying to do a little bit longer, um, just little stuff. I mean, I'm not really I don't I told Sid I don't feel like I'm really putting myself out too much. It's just the small changes ha are really, you know, you start to see them add up over time. Exactly. It's it, it, the biggest thing like Sid and like Lori just said, the biggest thing you see when you start this is the things that you probably shouldn't do. Right. Yes. Well, like I said, when I started writing down my food and keeping kind of a food journal, it became really clear really fast that I had to make some changes if I was going to see some results, you know, and I'm still working on that. But it just, you know, the, the little things, the little things do add up. <laughs> I got to bring Tom on real quick because this is interesting. He He's still in the room and he wanted me to know. So he's typing in the private chat. <laughs> here. But I'm when sorry. you see his camera... Do me a favor. Pretend you're typing something. This is all I could see is this giant <laughs> finger poking at the camera. I <laughs> oh, thanks, Will. <laughs> I had to bring you on for that. That's uh, Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much again. Well, thank, thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. We'll talk to you very soon. <laughs> Bye. There we go. Yeah, man, I had to go back and do some heroin. Tom's driving me to the edge, man. Hey, you know, Rob, I know this is nice to have people on the show, but keep Tom off. He's uh, he's driving me to heroin, suicide. Well, I'm I'm glad the show is over. Right? What? I, it's still going on. Sadly, oh, I'm sorry. No, I love Tom, man. Tom's a good guy, dude. We're still he's got oversized head. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> not just kidding. No, Tom is a really nice guy. Everybody's so nice to do this. Uh, real quick, I want to say um, 
we got a, I got my first uh, little cash donation uh, from Maggie. She sent it, uh, I guess, this past week. I forget what dad got it out of the mail. Let me tell you what Maggie's done, everyone. Uh, she, we also, other than the pop top deal, we use, our church helps an orphanage in Haiti. And, it's, and you can look it up on uh, West Tennessee Haiti Partnership.org. Now, right now, we're not taking donations for that because we're not able to go over and even children's vitamins and stuff like that. If they expire, um, when they get there, they'll take them uh, and they'll sell them in the black market. That sounds crazy, but always, it happens. So, um, but she sent one time, I want to say up to 200, 250 little packets. All had a toothbrush, toothpaste, a comb, et cetera, uh, other things. And I can't remember everything. And then she sent a bunch of children's vitamins and stuff like that. And then she's also just sent a $50 money order the other day. Maggie, I'd like to say thank you for that. And thanks for all the stuff you've done in the past as well. So this is what this is about, everyone. Rob, you got a few of these pictures real quick? Um, yeah, real quick. We've had four people send in donations, too. Okay. So we have that to go forward as well. Um, just before you get into this, Sid, if you don't mind, um, I'm going to bring Lori back in for a quick question. Sure. Because Cece um, had a question. Lori, have you noticed any difference weight-wise just with the calorie counting? She says, I tried that for a month without any notice of difference, which was frustrating. <clears throat> Well, like I said, I really did three uh, changes to begin with. I, I did the calorie counting. I added on to my 30-minute walk, uh, just a few 10, 15 minutes at the end of it. And then I uh, made sure I ate breakfast, got up earlier in the morning to eat breakfast before I went on the walk. So um, those three things, and, and like I've said, none of those you know, were that hard to do. I just had to be mindful and, and decide to make a change. But um, I think like Sid was talking – um, my goal was to get my calories below 2000. And I think when I first started counting them, I, I was the first day just, you know, counting them. I didn't know I was at 2,500. And so I've tried to stay around 1800, 1900. And I want to improve upon that. But just in the first two weeks, trying to break the 2000 mark and get below 2000, um, that seemed to have helped along with making sure I eat breakfast and trying to add a little more to my walk. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for coming back on. I, I, I'm sorry to jump on you with that, Sid, but those questions. No, that's good. Good. Yeah. When she said she was frustrated, it's like, okay, let's, right. let's see if we can help her with that. Sure. Well, like Sid has said before too, you know, we can take anything that we learn and help others. You know, I would love to be able to pass any little thing, you know, I'm still in the beginning of this, but anything, anything I see that, you know, is working, I would love to pass along to others. Perfect. Thanks again, Lori. Well, thank y'all. I appreciate it. Okay. And then too, CC, what about this too? She started at 25 and she's got down to this now. We got to figure out what Lori's weight is and what your weight is. You might have not as much weight to lose, CC, and that's why it might be harder. Now, and everybody's metabolism is different too with age, body type, and stuff like this. And Lori's six foot tall. She's got a lot of muscle there as, as well as, as a little body fat. So she's going to burn body fat a little faster. And then, too, this is the beginning of it. Now, you might have dieted before and you know, something like this, but this is – and when we first start, too, we should see these results. And it could have been maybe some adjustments you might have needed, like, you know, cut back some salt or get under that 2,000. Because I, I, I know this. If you can eat chocolate all day long, if you get under 2,000 calories, you're going to lose weight. Now, if you get closer to 15 than under 15 – if you could get to that 1200, 
it's going to run off of you, uh, especially with a little exercise and everything else. Nice. We have a new fan club starting. Uh, Lori has a great accent. And Jamie says, I like her accent. So we now have a Lori fan. Oh, Joe Beck. What is she said? Remind you of uh, uh, what's that guy he's in love with? Oh, Joe. Oh, God. Um, Buff Bagwell. Buff. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean, Joe? Does she look sound or look like Buff? <laughs> you know, Joe would actually hitchhike across America to see Buff Bagwell's autograph signing. Oh, wow. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, last week, Nathan sent in that, remember that, uh, picture of the IMDB that you were uh-huh. in a movie called death from above. Right. Now, what he wanted us to look at was the, um, uh, review at the bottom. So I zoomed in on it and it says not great, but hot. Who cares about how bad the acting is when there are so many freaking hot guys in it <laughs> all through the movie. Now there is a review for a movie. Right. Right. <laughs> There. Okay. Now back to talking about the church. Yeah, this is what it's all going. That's the front por- porch, everyone. If you can see it, you can barely see that little black object on the porch. That's someone's sheet or blanket. Uh, this was Saturday morning. On Wednesday mornings, we got the door open and we can see it a little bit closer. But that's St. Mary's, it's the oldest church in Memphis. Real quick about St. Mary's. Why is such a poor church? Uh, this is the truth. This is not exaggerating. Um, Back when um, Martin Luther King was in town, it's either, I don't want to uh, say this wrong, it's either when he was protesting for the uh, the strike for sanitation workers, I think what it was. I don't think it was when he was shot. But our the dean or our bishop, whatever, there at St. Mary's, you know, did the march downtown, which is, we're, not, we're actually sort of in downtown. And when he did that, Almost every all the members left, and the church has never ever recovered. It's the oldest church in Memphis. It's also the poorest church in Memphis, and for and for good reasons. That's why we you see those things like people out in front of our church sleeping. You just don't see that at other churches. They don't allow it. Uh, also, the church history is this: when Memphis in nineteen, I forget when it was, yellow fever epidemic came through Memphis. Uh, it all happened right there, pretty much. The St. Mary's parking lot where most of the people died, actually the, the, the yellow fever was coming from the mosquitoes, which is in a ditch that was located right behind St. Mary's, unfortunately, because they didn't know that until years to come. They didn't know what that even caused. But what happens is Memphis lost its city ship. And the first black millionaire came around and actually got it back for him. He was the, he, he was the first uh, insurance company owner of a black person. So really cool history there. A lot of people, again, um, funny story because everybody knows the history, right? So this is something funny. I shouldn't say this. Um, well, I'll come back to this story. I'll tell everybody remind, remind me to tell you a story about the crow. But this is some of the things that we've we've lost there uh, during the pandemic. Where um, show me a picture of Drew. You got a picture of Drew in his socks sitting there. That one right there. Okay. Now he wears these socks all the time. This is Drew Woodruff. He's the deacon. And over the last 15 years or so, he actually started this ministry for his first wife. Leave that right there for a second, Rob. Uh, his first wife passed away. She started this at first. They were just giving away a couple of bags. And it's called Pop Tops because they opened up a can of you know, whatever it is. And they had that, crackers, a bottle of water, stuff like that. But he looks, if you see those socks, they almost look like the Wicked Witch of the West socks. And he's got something that looks just identical. Now, this guy drew everyone. If you want to, i give you a really quick description of him. 
If you remember the angel in It's a Wonderful Life, his name was Clarence. This is Drew. He's just such a humble, sweet, honest, nice guy. You know, I can't get him to raise his voice. I scared the crap out of him a couple of weeks ago, and he told me never to do that again. But um, <laughs> this is a super nice guy, super nice guy. Okay, Rob, well, pull that down. But that's what it is. We're trying to do that. Show me. Let me see another picture here. Uh, oh, oh, there's a sock. There's a close. Give me one of the people at the front door getting a little food. This guy's name is Clemens. He comes every week. He tries to find a little work once in a while. Um, you see the bag there. Show me. Let me show on the table what the bags actually have in it, Rob. All right. You see there. There's a can of Viennas. I think there's a can of raviolis, a fruit cake, a pack of crackers, bottle of water. I think some uh, peanut butter crackers, and it might be like a now. This right here, everyone, is more than we've ever been able to give away. Now, normally this would have cost us about four bucks, but now we're going to. Uh, Drew's a member of the Memphis Food Bank, and this is only costing this might only cost fifty cents now. So think what you could do every 50, 50 cents you give into this right here. Now there would probably be a couple other things that some of this money is not enough money to do anything there with right now. But I've got a couple people I think going to pitch in pretty good but say for instance for the pandemic came um we would do the same thing on saturday mornings and there were you know a couple unfortunate people that uh trying to you know had just got off the streets i'm hopefully i'm gonna have an interview one day with one of the guys that were lucky enough to get off the streets i was talking with him wednesday um but anyway there was a couple of people named yvonne and her boyfriend i can't remember his name um but they would come on saturdays and uh, to help pay the rent, they would work for the two hours that we would hand out the meals. Yvonne would count them, and uh, her boyfriend or husband would, you know, help bringing that out the water, things we needed. And we wouldn't give them much. We'd give them $20 a piece. But that, you know, here they showed up every Saturday and stuff like that. Now with the pandemic, we're not able to have the money. The church church does not help Drew do this. Church Drew does this out of his own pocket. And he's a retired welding supply salesman. So he didn't have any money to begin with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, where was I there? Um, the food. Yeah. So again, the food's just 50 cents like that. Um, so that's what we're trying to do is just get a few people fed, you know? Um, CC did have a comment. Uh, does your church partner with the local food bank at all? Well, I just said we do. We are drew just in the last. I don't know, six months or so, has partnered with the food, local food bank. And that's what I'm saying. Used to, you know, the, you know a dollar didn't go that far. But now, I mean, one of our bags, you know, with two cans of Viennas was a dollar and crackers. So you're talking two dollars, but a bag like that would have been four or five dollars with the raviolis. But now with the you know, Kroger Food Bank, we're getting that for about 20, 30, 40 cents for that bag. Didn't, uh, Daniel Gold here says, if Sid sends me a signed photo, I'll send 20 pounds to donate to the church. Well, that's what we're doing, everyone. I got some photos um, right here. I still have Stewart's. We got that. Now, Maggie's going to get something she deserves. <clears throat> Excuse me, everyone. Uh, Maggie came here to my home years ago and helped me film a documentary called The Promotion. I'm going to send her that, and I'm going to send her also uh, a trading card. Not that she wants it, but it's just that she's qualified for it for her for her, her overgiving. And she's not asked her any of this. She sent the money and didn't want anything. And I've always told her I was going to send her a copy of that anyway. She's not getting anything she didn't you know what Nordy deserved to have. Didn't she just want to sign picture of Biden or something like that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. right. <laughs> she did put a note with it. Uh, they cheated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you sent quite a few pictures. 
that is funny about this too. You know, Clarence is such a sweet guy. Um, I, I've done some videos, but I don't want to show them yet because some of them really aren't coming out. Because when you put a video on these people, and I hate to say it like that, these good people, um, they're really scared. They're shy and they're embarrassed, and they 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 shut down. You know, when I went to do the video, he put his head down and couldn't hardly talk. Now I will say this: these people are really good at judging good foods. Now, if you notice on the table there was a little bag of candy, and those were chocolate kisses. And we'll have those a couple of weeks ago. We had every other day. I mean, every other week we'll have, you know, the Kit Kats or something like that. And everybody, you know, really good about just taking one or two. Man, they were taking handfuls of these kisses. They love those things. Now we get that also at the food bank too. And I think Drew said they pretty much gave those to him. You know, and sometimes we go there because Drew goes there so often. They do give him a bunch of it for free. You know, so. They are helping us out quite a bit. That's another picture of Drew, isn't it? And that's inside. That's Martyrs Hall there. That's inside St. Mary's. Nice. Here's another one. Now, this lady here, uh, when she knew I was filming her, she got – now, she's usually pretty big talking. Um, and she's – understandably, her condition, she's got some type of – you know, she's struggling with some type of mental deal. Um, her daughter as well. I can't see her daughter there. But they all come there in a little Dodge uh, SUV type thing, barely running. And I'm pretty sure they have housing because they talk about it. Um, but it's, um, again, when you see her like that, she saw her taking a picture. She didn't want her face to be shown. That's the downside. Of it. And none of these people are, yeah. uh, are there because they want to be everyone. They're there because they have to be, you yeah. know. And uh, it's embarrassing for her, you know. But um, – She's good. Anyway, we call them the Louisiana folks. They tell us that they're coming from Louisiana. They've been preaching, you know. Uh, of course, they haven't. But, uh, you know, they're good folks. They're all good. Now, I enjoy seeing them every Saturday and Wednesday when everyone shows up. Uh, to me, it's just a good thing. I enjoy being there. Uh, it is depressing to see sometimes. I was telling Drew, we did an interview on a radio show with the Bishop Phoebe a couple weeks ago, and I uh, told him the story about going to the VA hospital, visiting the cancer ward for like five days in a row. Uh, there was an old timer and a buddy Wayne was there and he said he didn't have nobody to visit him. So I went there to visit and, uh, you know, you don't even think about it. And then you're up in the cancer ward, but he says, see, would you meet this guy's dying of cancer? Sure, buddy, whatever. So I'm just blah, blah, blah. Well, about that last, it was the last day because uh, he was in it for five days of treatment. As I was walking out, all of a sudden, just for a second, I, 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 I could see what I had, I saw, but I thought I'd missed. It was just every room was full of death. And people in wheelchairs just corrupt over with shit hanging out of them. And man, I couldn't get up the door fast enough. I started vomiting. And I don't know why. So I asked you, I said, Is, do you ever vomit from all the 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 just the dread that you see every day? He says, No, but he says, Man, I'm depressed a lot. And uh, and that's what happens, you know, of course that day there. It was rainy, windy. We were inside. Normally, we're outside up there on the streets, you know, you know, waving people in. But he stands out there and just looks both ways, up and down Poplar, and just that lone look, hoping for that next person to show up, you know. And that's what this is all for, everyone. So everyone is helping. Man, we appreciate you very much. And I promise you, this is all going to good things. Now, Rob, what are you wearing? What am I wearing? Yeah, I see something. Well, oh. I was going to say. Um, Sons of Anarchy. We we were going to talk about, I was going to talk to you about this before we got on the show. We just have time. Now, about the T-shirts, um, I think you need to start wearing one for these people can see this. You know, what you're trying, no, you wear one where people can see it. 
Um, do you have any? No, not yet. Um, we were making sure that there was enough interest, which I think there is. Right. So I'm putting the order through. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that in a second too. But yeah. this is what I think I'd like to do with the t-shirts. Uh, this way everyone knows what's going on. Uh, Rob, you said the t-shirts are $25. Uh, I think they will be 20, 20. And yeah. that covers postage and everything. Maybe locally. Um, I did some checking and it looks like international. It's going to be about $15 postage, but I haven't got definite numbers yet. I'm going to go right to the post office. I haven't been able to because of the lockdown. So you're talking, uh, $20 for the shirt plus postage. Right. Which locally okay. might make it about 25 bucks. Okay. Okay. So what I like to do with that $20, Rob, you know, we talked about this first, really was just to try to get, uh, you look money for gas money. If you ever make it back here and stuff like that, but maybe we'll take half of it. Give to Rob. We'll take half of it, give it to the pop tops thing. And then we'll give the other half to Rob's heroin addiction. I think that's fair. Do you think <laughs> that's very no, we get the other that way when you ever to come and this does everyone this is the truth. Rob comes here once in a while. He used to come all the time for the pandemic. And I've tried to give him money. I was able to get him a room one time. He just doesn't take it. So I know he doesn't have the money to do this either, but it'll go towards his film festival and all the work he does uh for the uh cycle Sid promotions. I mean uh this is podcast. Not a worry. Not a worry. But yeah, um Daniel also here said one second. Uh, where was it? Okay, here it said, Rob, if you can message me after the show, I'll sort the arrangements out to send the money. Cheers. Here is the email for the podcast info at viciouscirclepod.com. Send an email because that way it's better to set up a chain that way. That right. way, we'll start chatting to each other. But yeah, there is the shirt in the light. And the shirt in the dark because it glows in the dark. That's right. awesome. now real quick. We'll end the show on this, and we'll talk more about it in the next podcast when we get back to wrestling. But I meant to say something about a couple of things. One about Rob Feinstein, who we brought him on the show, and he said he was going to call me that two days later. It's been over two weeks; I hadn't heard from him. I did hear from Doug and you know, Rob real quick too. He never talked to me, guys. And so, it, who was Stuart? Said, "What a nice guy Rob is." Well, Stuart, and I'm not saying you don't know your people. Think about this. So you're going to tell people you're having a show, and you're going to bring a guy in for the show, and you've not talked to him one time. Does that make good sense to do that? I'm going to leave it right there, okay? Then he came on the show. He said he was going to call me. He hasn't called. He has called Doug, bugging the crap out of him about trying to postpone doing this. So it's only being held up and not done because of Rob. I'm going to leave that alone right now. The other thing about – um. And again, we've talked about these guys, these promoters. They're not bad people, okay? They're just trying to make a dollar, but they're they're only caring about themselves. And I'm going to leave that right there. We know this. Tom tried to stiff me a thousand bucks. The guy I'm supposed to go, go for in March. Still haven't heard back from him. I guess his name's Jerry. This is why I don't even remember these people's names, everyone. And if you can ask Rob, you can ask anyone to help me do this for it. These people don't get back with you, right, Rob? Yeah, I know since you and I have chatted, there's been about seven or eight people that have, have contacted you for ideas, and that's where it ends. Right. So that's what you – That's I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but don't expect me to only say the same thing I tell these people is that, okay, it's a long ways away. We'll see you then. And then if I don't hear back from you till then, don't – anyway. So another thing I want people to watch out for, if you're on Cameo, if you, and 
you're talking to me. You're not talking to me. Um, you're so good with a guy named Martin. I think he runs this thing. Uh, asked me to be a part of it. And he bugged me to death. And finally, my wife got on and did all the bank stuff to do this. But there was one glitch. I had to do a video to open the thing up. But I wanted to ask him a few business questions. One would be, how do we know where the money's going? How do we know where it's being divided and it's being sit in the right places? And after I asked that question, he's not responded one time to anything, any of my emails for all this time. I think Rob has tried. Larry has tried. And they're not calling back. So if you're if you're contacting Cameo, because I got a, 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 a message from today talking about Valentine. So if you're talking to Cameo and think you're talking to me, you're not. Um, and if um, if you need something like that, like a birthday, get in touch with Rob, and we'll we'll probably give a better setup to where you can actually sit here and have to talk to someone. It won't be over a stupid message like that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So if you want to do something like that, we'll be these guys. Y'all are doing it for twenty five bucks, and they're sending it to uh, to a charity. You know, so you might be able to do something cool like that, be a part of something cool as well, and get get what you're looking for. Yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. Daniel asked real quick. Uh, definitely want the shirt, but will you send to the UK? Yeah, like I said, it's just shipping. We'll figure out what shipping is and let you know. But yes, yeah, send an email to info at viciouscirclepod.com. Right. All right. Any last words? Man, I think the show went really good. Um, it seems like everyone's really uh, fired up about getting into this. And again, everyone, you don't have to start today. If you want to start this tomorrow, the next week, or the week after that, um, we'll be glad to put your name into the hat. Like, um, you know, Maggie's not in the contest. She just sent $50 in to help out on the deal. You could do that as well. You don't have to do the contest. And if you can do the contest and not care, you know, uh, nobody, I'm not telling anybody what to eat unless you ask me to. Everybody else is counting their own calories, eating what they want to eat. And, and what the whole deal is, we're all being accountable to each other. And that's help, that's a help, that'll help everyone reach their goal. So that's what we're trying to do is just see if we can kickstart one person out there to give them a better year this year. Because we definitely had a really bad year last year. It's only going to get better now. Right. All right. In that case, Sid, thanks so much for the show. Uh, until Sunday. Oh, no, wait. Until, until Thursday. Yeah, right. Until Thursday. If God's willing and the creek don't rise, we'll be here Thursday, everyone. Back at the Vicious Circle. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle podcast. Your host, Sid Udi. Co-host, Rob Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast is produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Productions, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music is Unleash the Giants by Cemetery Spawn, and the outro music is Digging Space by Mike Trebleco.